0: as you were hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you want a drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're going to hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there. It, so that guy was
1: also on a date. He was waiting for a, a, a woman.
0: And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm 95% sure that it was a first date, just based on the vibe. And yeah. so yeah. I, I think when I walked up to him, Oh, and she looked not – she was a very petite white woman.
2: So, so do you think for he's a sw- second he was like, I've been deeply catfished? Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, how are you doing today?
2: I believe I sent you a text the other day that read, "This relationship is ruining my life. I am so fucking tired." <laughs> yes, you did. You did send
1: me a text like that.
2: And that is how I feel right now. Oh, um, good. Yes, y- you know, you know what it's like. We're like, the classmate and I are still in the phase of like, when we're together, let's stay up until 1:30 in the morning and mm-hmm. honeymoon, play, play bananagrams, talk. It's a great time. But it really doesn't comport with my early morning gal schedule. <laughs> no. When you,
1: when you said that you wanted to record – so a little behind the scenes. We almost never record in the mornings, but it's currently Saturday morning at like 10, 15 Eastern. When you suggested that we record at 10 a.m. Eastern, I was like, you lead a very different life than I do.
2: <laughs> yes. And I – like, I don't know what it is about my brain and body. I – I sleep with an eye mask, so like I create darkness, Mm -hmm. and I wake up without an alarm at 6.30 with an eye mask on. There's no light. There is no sound. My body is just like, time to fucking go. It's ridiculous. It's outrageous, frankly. But anyway, I am tired today. I'm not going to lie. I'm in my pajamas.
1: (laughs) We've talked about this. Oh, so am I, but it's (laughs) 10.15. That's
2: actually not true. I put
1: a tank on. Um, I don't wear pajamas. Behind the scene, another behind the scenes moment for the pod. I
2: was going to say insider moment for the yeah insider big, moment. I'm a big listeners. pajama gal. I love a matching
1: set. I too love a matching set, but I and I own plenty of matching sets, but I don't wear them. Oh, I was going to say oh the eye mask thing. I recently I told you this. I started wearing a sleep mask, and it has changed my life. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah. So I do not naturally wake up at 6 a.m. I need so much sleep. I have always needed so much sleep. My mom has told stories about when I was a child and she and my dad would like go and put a mirror under my nose to make sure I was alive because I'd been asleep for like 14 hours.
2: Oh my God. That is so much fucking sleep.
1: I used to sleep and I still do sleep. Not that much. But like, and my pediatrician was like, yep, she just, she just needs a lot of sleep. She just wears herself out. That's okay. That's that's so cute. Yeah. (laughs) So I just would be like, go, 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 go. And then I'd just be dead to the world. 14 wow, hours. and amazing. I will still sleep 12 hours if I'm extremely exhausted.
2: Wow. I do think I slept that much like a couple days after I took the bar. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty rare that I can do more than like a nine. Like I ideally need nine or 10 hours of sleep every night
1: in order to be functional.
2: Yeah, I mean, I want to be clear here. Actually, this is a great Rourke's rant. Sleep is so fucking important, and I hate high-caliber athletes, celebrities, whatever the case may be, that talk about how like I am super functional on four hours. No. no, you're not. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. That is not true. I hate like anti-sleep culture. It really pisses me off. You need to like recharge your brain. You need to synthesize the information and the memories you're making. Sleep is so important. I hate anti sleep people.
1: It also it ties in with people who think that overworking is impressive. Like people who think it's like rise and grind culture. Yes. Like people who think that sending an email at 10 PM is impressive. I'm not impressed. I'm wondering why you're still working.
2: Yes. Like, I'm wondering
1: why you could not get your work done in the amount of time allotted to you, and if you truly had too much work, why you haven't fucking said something.
2: Exactly. I have a friend who she was over Zoom getting to know a new hire at where she works, and it's not a law firm, but it's another thing that requires billable hours for as, like, a mechanism. And he said clearly as a brag – At my last company, I had the highest billables in the company and she like, he wanted her to respond like, oh my God, you're such an amazing worker, you know, whatever. And she responded, okay, so then it sounds like something that we should work on here is how to set better boundaries. (laughs) Owned him. Yeah. Uh, She she was like, and she said to to me privately, like that says to me, somebody who like, doesn't manage their workflow. Right. Anyway. Yeah,
1: it's I I consistently think that when I see emails sent really late. And that's not to say that I haven't worked late before and like the job that of I course. had before this was a disaster in that sense, but like I left. Yeah. Because I was consistently raising my hand that I had too much work and nothing was being done about it, so I fucking left.
2: Yeah. That's you got to create the create the reality you want. Yeah. Um but I'm feeling extremely rested today.
1: Great. I uh, I went a little too hard on Thursday night and yesterday was a rough time. I do love like a Thursday night go out. I don't know why. I, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be, which always turns into those kind of nights, right? When you like don't think it's going to be that way. And I, I, had, I, w- I went out to karaoke with my softball team.
2: Oh, and yeah. I can see how that'll spiral.
1: Yeah. Well, the the actual reason it spiraled is not because of the karaoke, but because of what I added on before and after, which was that I met up with some friends for a drink beforehand and then went to karaoke. And then it was one of the guys at karaoke's birthdays at midnight. So we were like, okay, well, obviously we need to stay out until your birthday. So then we met up with some other friends and yeah, we took shots on his birthday at midnight. So – Oh boy, not that does not lead to a good Friday. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, um, but that it was fun. Um, but yeah, let's see what happened this week. So I had my second date with the Aussie. Yes. The rain. And I have a fo- the rain. Yes, and I have a phone throwing moment that happened on that date. Am- amazing. So it's been I, a minute. I'm excited. It has been a minute, and it actually doesn't even involve my phone, but it, okay. it has the same energy.
2: <laughs> Good. I like that. I like. I, li- I like that.
1: So uh, so I was hustling to make it. I was running a little bit late. The, he picked a spot that was, or I picked the spot actually because it was my neighborhood. Um, and it was like I think I said last time he, I was going to like show him around my hood, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a nine minute walk from my apartment. I was running late. <laughs> And so I was like kind of power walking so that I wouldn't be late. So I am sort of flustered as I go to walk into the garden of this place in my neighborhood and the bouncer was sitting at the entrance of the inside part and I didn't see him. So he kind of like startled me when he said, you know, excuse me like I, you know, I need your ID and your vax card yeah. and I was like, "Oh, sorry." So I was all out of out of sorts. Mm-hmm. And it was also a little hot. frazzled little frazzled. So I was frazzled by like the power walking, how hot it was, and this like unexpected um, conversation with the bouncer. So I walk in and I see a guy sitting with his back sort of to me, like kind of to the side, like across the way, Mm -hmm. looks like the Aussie. I walked up to him and said, hello, hello. And as we made eye contact, discovered that it was
2: not the Aussie. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that is exactly, like, IRL phone-throwing energy. That's perfect. How Total did he Total stranger.
1: He said hello, and, like, the confusion – first of all, obviously, when he, like – when I got a good look at his full face, I obviously knew it wasn't the right person, but then he was also, yes. like, confused. And then I just walked away. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. You didn't, like, apologize or say anything? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Allie. I think – I think I thought I was
1: playing it off as like, oh, I'm just saying hi to somebody because sometimes people do that. But like, uh-huh. J- just like say hello, like hello
2: ghost them. I guess. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. When you say hello to someone on the street. Oh, sure. Like when I go for my walks and like somebody walks past me, I'll be like, good morning. Yeah.
1: Right. Except like uh-huh. hello, hello is like a little like bit that. of d- Yeah. <laughs> So luckily, so then I turned to scan the rest of the garden and I saw the Aussie sitting across the way and he did not see this interaction happen. He didn't see me walk in at
2: all based on how he was sitting. Honestly, though, great icebreaker moment. Not that you needed it, but honestly, I, like, that could be a great like first date moment where you find the person you're supposed to be on a date with and then you talk about that. You'd be like, oh my God, let me tell you about what just happened to me.
1: Yeah, although it's like a little bit less acceptable when you've met the person before and you walk up to the wrong human.
2: For sure, agreed. <laughs> was the guy? Was the guy that? Wait, was the guy that you said hello to cute? Yes. Okay, so then it's fine.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's true. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, okay, fine." Yeah. He yeah. Was like <laughs> weird looking. But the funniest part is that as the evening progressed, it so that guy was also on a date. He was waiting for a, a, a woman and. Mm-hmm. I'm 95% sure that it was a first date, just based on the vibe. And yeah. so I I think when I walked up to him, oh, and she looked not, she was a very petite white woman.
2: So, so do you think for he's a fl- second he was like, I have been deeply catfished? <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Like that is exactly what I think he thought. I walked up to him <laughs> oh and he was God. like, and not I'm not saying that like. Uh, you know, obviously, I think I'm attractive. Like, it's not like he was like, "Oh no, oh. this person's terrible." But like, I yes, like, no, there's I was nothing like this woman. So he walks That's up really, to really, really funny. Place. Like, I'm going on a date with a totally different
2: human. <laughs> that is so funny. So, so luckily,
1: yeah, the Aussie did not see that. Um, and we had a great second date. We like stayed out longer than honestly, again, probably should have. Um, mm-hmm on a monday night. But like I posted this on TikTok and Instagram, but it started pouring in the middle of the date, so then like everybody had to rush inside and there was like a, a very like convivial vibe in there mm. because we were all like hiding from this absolutely surprise thunderstorm. I checked three different weather apps before I left because it felt like rain and none of them said rain. Whoa. So I did not have anything with me. Nobody was prepared for this and it was absolutely pouring to the point that even though there was a covering in the garden, the rain was coming in sideways and we were all getting soaked. Oh, good Lord. So we went inside and so the bartender like handed out shots. So Everybody was dancing. Like it was very fun. Um, and then he walked me home, which was super nice. Obviously it was close, but I thought it was a nice gesture.
2: Yeah, very nice.
1: However, I think that his communication style has proved to be not a match for me.
2: So we talked a lot in the last episode, and you mentioned this on TikTok, that your goal was to be cognizant of a pattern. Do you feel like yes. a pattern has emerged? I think so.
1: Okay. So I texted him, um, or sorry, we parted ways, right? He walked me home on Monday night, Then I didn't talk to him for the next few days. I texted him, spoiler alert it was when I was drinking but it was like 9 p.m and the text was totally fine so it it didn't it certainly didn't register as a drunk text yeah yeah I basically said that I would like love to see him before we both leave because he is leaving on Sunday for a week-long trip and when he gets back I will be gone on a 10 day trip
2: yes okay then a perfectly normal text
1: so, oh absolutely yeah no I feel fine about the text but it was at yeah. like eight or nine like early yeah. and I said that I'd you know I'd love to see you before we both leave. He didn't write back until like late the following day, and said, "I'd like that too, but I don't think I'll have time." Frowny face, and I'm like, so "That is an uh, insufficient okay. response." Okay, so you know, I I just think, and I'm not, I I didn't respond because I didn't really need one. It was like he answered my question essentially, and then it was like, "Okay, yeah. you're not going to have time." Then like you, are, he already knows that I wanted to see him because I said it. Yeah. So like, what yep. more is there to be said? That conversation's over. Um, so I think that when I get back, assuming nothing changes, that I'm just going to be like, you know, I had a good time getting to know you, but I don't think we're a good match.
2: Do you think that that, is that text just then to sort of practice your own? Because if he says nothing and you say nothing at this point, do you think that that text is more about you sort of like practicing communication or do you like, what's, tell us about that text a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I I have a feeling – I think I probably will hear from him while I'm gone. Okay. I think I will, like even if it takes him like forever. Um, But if I don't – if I don't, I might not send it. Yeah. But if I do, it'll be exactly that. It'll be like practicing that communication, you know, setting that sort of boundary for myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, just being able to, because essentially what I don't want is I don't want to, if I have decided that I don't want to continue things, I don't want to leave that door open for him to follow up like months later or something like that. And then I have to deal with
2: it then. I mean, men be crazy, Allie. As I have received three reach outs. This is exactly my point. Full on year has gone by. In the past two weeks. Like, Mm -hmm. the date is literally August 16th, 2020. And then, like, hey, Rourke, what's up?
1: Wild. Also, isn't that the person that you had told you didn't think you were a good match?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy, like, this guy was looking. He was like, I just got out of a relationship. I think we went on one date. He let me know after that date that Mm -hmm. he was looking for something casual. He is just out of a relationship. And so I said, you know, good okay, great. Good for you. Enjoy that time. That's not what I'm looking for. So I don't think there's any point in meeting up again. Yeah. And then he was like, well, let's like, you know, anything could develop. Let's just hang out. Nope. And that's, yes. And that's when I ignored him and then just circled back. Outrageous. So so who knows? knows what I, want I to thought avoid. the door was closed, Allie. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. In theory, you could close the
1: door and they could still bust it open again. But, like, that's what I want to avoid is, like, I want to avoid him thinking that I'm just, like, on ice. Got it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But I think – I think whether it's his communication style or whether it's that he just, like, is too busy to date me. And I I say date me specifically because I don't know. He might be dating other people. I am. So, like – but, like, I'm not too busy to date him. Right, and I think that in the week between Monday and Sunday, like I was able to find time to see him because I wanted to prioritize that. Yeah, and he didn't want to or couldn't, and so I'm not sure that that's a good fit.
2: Completely agreed.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I'm. I think it. I think it could be okay. Like, it, I think it would have been. I'm like kind of like hindsighting like what could have happened. It could have been that he truly had a very busy week and, like, absolutely just couldn't make time for a date before he leaves. Mm-hmm. But in that scenario, if he had texted me and said, like, I had so much fun last night or on Monday, like, I would love to be able to see you before I leave, but, like, I don't think I can make it happen. Like, can we chat while you're gone and then have our third yes. date when you get back?
2: Yes. I mean, honestly, like – you know, never forget like how trivia handled it where he said, yeah, it's a, it's a bummer that you're about to be away studying for the bar, but it's what you've got to do. And like, I hope that you would view it as a study break to FaceTime with me or something like that. And so like there is a way to show I'm interested and maintaining contact in a busy time is a priority. Yes, exactly. And
1: so, and I think that Although many people on TikTok will probably perceive this as egg on my face when I post about it. If I post about it, I haven't actually decided if I'm going to or not. Mm-hmm. Only because it's like, there, there's not much to say. Right. True. The thing I would say would just be like, update, I'm not going out with him.
2: Yeah. You know, so like TikTokers. Uh, but like, not because they're not. Uh, yes. No, I know that. I was being sarcastic. And like, but that's,
1: and that's the, one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm not even sure. Like, I think if I post a video about it – I think this is the thing. If I post a video about it, it is going to come off purely as me being defensive about it.
2: Yes. Like, let me explain to you why it wasn't what you said it
1: was. Right. Even though on the surface you're going to think it is. Right. And like, that's just – I think I just want to protect my energy from that. Fair. Um, so if you listen to the pod, you will have the full story. I'll Maybe I'll post about it on my Instagram story or something because those people are kind. Um, yeah. But I think the the point is the point I'm trying to make is that while the TikTok commenters were potentially right that he is a I don't know flaky person is the right word to use but it, that he, his communication style is not conducive to mine while they're right about that I'm still I still am glad that I handled it the way that I did because it enabled me to find out that it's a pattern and I'm no worse off having been on that second date that I wouldn't have gone on. Yeah, like I'm. I okay. I
2: I spent a Monday night with him. Of course, Big yeah. Deal. The, the, who cares? And I think also like once once you've made the decision. So it, it's funny, like the the just even saying even sending the text of I'd love to see you before I go is a decision you have, you and I have talked about when I was dating the cyclist where I was about to travel and there was a part of me that wanted him to initiate and say. You know, I know we're both leaving, or I know you're leaving. You know, can you find time before you go? Or I had to sort of say, I want to see you. Here's my situation. Let's go out. And so it's once. I think you just have to internally make the decision. Like, do I want this second, third, whatever date to happen more than I want to, like stand on ceremony and like cut off my nose to spite my face potentially, and and so I think that like. You decided you were more interested in a second date and you wanted to see if the pattern developed or if it was a one time thing. And you were completely in your rights to do that. Yeah. So, you know, we, we shall see
1: what happens with the Aussie, but I'm not particularly optimistic. Um, I have been communicating with my second matchmaker match, who we're calling the goalie. Woohoo! Exciting. Yeah. We might be meeting up today. Ooh. Um. So today is my only option I'm, I'm not free any other time besides today Before I yeah. leave And so he had at, We had been talking a little bit yesterday He had asked kind of you know Am I free today? I said yes I just have a softball game later that I told him about Um, And then we picked things up this morning He did just ask just now Like right before we hopped on What tomorrow looks like for me I haven't written back because we had to start recording Um, So I don't know well, could be exciting. All right, but yeah, maybe. I'm not that excited about it, to be honest with you. Oh, oh no. I just don't like. I don't get the sense that he is prioritizing this for a number of reasons. Like, it's been a while since. Yeah, he we, knew I feel that like I
2: was. This we've known this man existed for I feel like a month. Yeah. So at first, it was because he was leaving on a ten-day trip. So, like, fine. Okay.
1: But then he's, he's been back from that trip for like two weeks. Right. Exactly. And so – and he's also a client. I don't know if I've said that before, but he, he's also a client. So most of the guys that I'll be matched with are just in the pool, like the accountant. He was not paying for anything. he's just in the pool. This guy is also a client. And
2: I – am a little wild that he's then not prioritizing something that – a service he has paid for.
1: I I actually think it makes it it makes more sense that he's not because like he in his search he's in the driver's seat, so it doesn't matter. Like, let's say that I was just in the pool, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have necessarily known how long he's had my information before he reached out.
2: Oh, that's a good point. Like, okay. I, if, I'm,
1: if I'm not paying for this, and I, I assume he also knows I'm a client. I don't know the answer to that, actually. But, like, if I were just, like, a person he was being matched with, I wouldn't necessarily have – I would not have as much insight into the timeline. And, like, I could see somebody feeling like, oh, well, I'm in the driver's seat of this. So, like, it, you know, doesn't make sense for me to reach out right now. I know he didn't actually – she didn't actually give him my number until very recently, but it was because she, he was, like, not really ready yet. Got it yeah i just i I just don't have a great feeling about it and
2: okay well
1: uh, i'm sorry about that it is what it is at this point like i've been matched with him so but it's just yeah i maybe i will be surprised but we'll see
2: all right we are open-minded about the goalie with healthy skepticism yes exactly
1: So I've been talking a bunch about how I'm trying to order in less, and part of that is that I'm cooking at home more, but when I don't have time to cook, which is more often than not, I have really still been loving factors meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes.
0: Yeah, and they have so many options too. Every week, their menu, they have 35 options that you can pick from, so you can find whatever it is that you're looking for.
1: Fifty and use code FMH50 to get 50% off your first box
0: plus 20% off your next box. That's code FMH50 at factormeals.com slash FMH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: Um, so speaking of healthy skepticism, this week's weird or not? Nah? Yes. Great. This is something that we've talked about on other people's podcasts, but we haven't gotten into in this one, and that is they don't have social media.
2: Okay. Here's my analysis of my – Let me explain my guess. Mm -hmm. Because most of your Instagram followers where this poll takes place are women. Yep. And so most are going to be picturing a man. Yes. And so I think this is going to – really skew towards not weird because I think that people tend to think it's not weird for men to not be as involved in social media as women. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think like influencer culture, like celebrity, like all that. Those types of things are more associated with female social media engagement than male social media engagement. Yeah. I'm going to say 30% weird, 70% nah. You're very close. I needed this win, Allie. It's been bad recently.
1: It's twenty-seven seventy-three. Oh my god, that's so close! Yeah, so close. Oh, amazing. I I didn't think about the gender split thing, but I I see what you're saying because I I know several guys who don't have social media. I don't know any women who don't. Exactly. I have some female friends who have like deactivated theirs for a little bit and then come back to it, or you know, they're kind of they kind of like cycle through phases like that but I don't actually have any female friends who straight up don't have any.
2: Yeah. One my one one friend of mine named Lucy does not have any.
1: Yeah, so yeah, the, the, you're right. This did skew mostly nah. Um and I think for me this this comes into the thing that we talk about about if it's not weird but you don't prefer it, fair. Which is where I land, I know you don't agree, but like I land on that side of things, like I, my last two boyfriends didn't have Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook, actually. They like had them, but they'd been deactivated years ago. And I didn't think it was weird, but I didn't like it,
2: yeah, so explain it's so we yeah, we come out so differently on this. Like I love a man without social media, except for the fact, like it's very annoying that I have to take screenshots of things to send to the classmate. So like that's annoying, but it, very livable and worth it to me. What is your reasoning?
1: Yeah, a couple people that said it was weird said stuff like that. Like, they won't understand the memes I'm referencing. Like, so much, like, popular culture comes from social media. Yes. And, like, the trends that are happening on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Like, people that don't have social just don't get that stuff.
2: Um, yeah, last last night, actually, I said – I don't know if you've come across this sound, but I love it. The um, Where's my treat? I've been a very brave little girl. <laughs> have you heard no, that I have on TikTok? No, I have not. I love it. And so I've started saying it like after I work out. I'm like, where's my treat? <laughs> um, I just like use it all the time and think it's so funny. And so I said it last night about something, and he was like, What? <laughs> yeah, and then and you know, explaining it is makes it even funnier. So that was great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um there there have been several TikToks that are very funny about people trying to explain TikTok trends to people that don't have TikTok.
2: Yeah. Exactly. It's so good. Anyway, but yes. Yeah. So that is annoying, but it so still to me doesn't annoying. rise to weird.
1: I – no. And it, and it doesn't rise to weird for me either, but, like, it was just annoying. And it was also, like, I – one of the things that I found awkward was I would like to connect with my significant other's friends on social media, but is that mm. weird if he doesn't have it? I personally don't think it is. I, I don't think so either, but, like, it, a, a part of me feels like I'm doing something behind his back because he doesn't
2: have it. I think that you would want to inform your significant other if, like, oh, like, so-and-so and I are DMing or talking about this. Like, I I, I think you could share that, but yeah. I don't think it's going behind his back. No, I. it's just, like, a, a thing that just pops into my head. But, you know, yeah. and I
0: also,
1: like... I obviously am. I share a lot on social media, and I, I very rarely share my personal account anymore, just because I spent so much spend so much time on this one. But I I like doing that, and I would like for someone to also want to share about me, mm-hmm. and that obviously can't happen if they don't have social media.
2: Yeah, true. I guess like I think of it as like we share each other with the people that matter to us it just doesn't bother me that like a friend from high school doesn't or does know I exist. Like that, you know, like that doesn't like those loose ties, not knowing who I am is completely fine to me. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to me, but it's not ideal. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say like, obviously this weirder nos and entree into our topic about social media and dating. And I, it's funny. Like I can recognize really good things about social media. For example, this podcast, like that we are a result of a like social, like a social media snowball. And yet yeah. I, I as a whole think social media is bad for society. And yeah, so I and think I, that weighs into what I think here too. Yeah, that's fair. I really like social media. I'm obviously there are neg-
1: negative things about it. Um, For me, it's a very great place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely recognize that there are a lot of there are a lot of negative things about it. But just to wrap up the weird or not conversation, so most people said nah, and almost everybody said like yeah, that's fine. Some people aren't into it, or like you know maybe it brings up anxieties for people, and I respect that. Yeah. Um, almost all of the people who said weird said some variation on what are they hiding? Oh wow, that's a very sort of like anxious place to come from it seemed like it was coming from experience yes and some people said that some people said like the last guy who didn't have because as you said most of these people are women and most of them are straight women just based on my analytics um a, a lot of people said not a lot but like several women said the last guy who didn't have social media was hiding a family whoa yeah or similar similar things hiding things yeah how do you know what that they that they are who they say they are? You know those those kind that kind of vibe were the people that thought it was weird, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say to that like, was this person? Did this person? Was this person like highly integrated with this person's? Like, did they meet his parents? Did they? Right. Yeah. We obviously we don't know. Yeah. But...
1: Um. So yeah. So that was weird or not? And as you said, it ties directly into today's topic, which is social media and dating. And so we solicited questions from the listeners on Instagram related to this topic, and as we are wont to do, discovered in the course of that that there is far too much topic talk here for one episode. So we're going to split it in two. Yeah,
2: let's do it. Let's make a. Let's yeah. make a, a. Two is not a series. We need. It's a. We'll have a sequel.
1: Yes, we will have a sequel to this. So this in this one we will talk about before. A date and then sort of during the the early parts of dating and a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And then in part two next week, I think next week, right? Yeah. There's no reason why we wouldn't do it next week. No. We will talk about once you're in a relationship and then also afterwards, breakups. Perfect. So chronologically, we got so many questions about before you've ever met someone and how social media plays into... An exchange on a dating app, or you know, just the the dynamics of social media before you've ever gone on a date. Mm-hmm. Do you like to
2: exchange social medias with social media handles with somebody that you haven't been out with yet? It's funny. It's one of those things that really doesn't bother me. Um, I assume that it comes from a experience of being catfished or something like that. That people want the sort of backstop of, you know, just making sure that what you're putting out there is matching your profile. Mhm. However, the other side of me thinks like and also like my social media is really freaking boring. Like it, you know, it's it's really just like here's an outfit I thought was cute on this day and here's some friends. It, like it's not like I think it's a big reveal for people to be privy to that. Um my Only like my qualm against it is my dating profile was incredibly accurate to who I am and what I look like. The photos are, I always make sure I have like, you know, obviously some photos are like a year or so old because of like COVID and all that stuff. But like since then I've like taken like cute photos, whatever. And so you've seen enough of me. Yep. You know, if you want to date me or not, you do not need to look through My entire scroll – like, you don't got to scroll back and decide if I'm cute enough or whatever, you know? And and so it's like – like, you said enough. I think it's too much information. So somebody – one of the specific
1: questions we got about this was, is it okay to ask for socials before a date to make sure that they are who they say they are? And it's okay. Yeah.
2: It's okay. it's it's okay to
1: ask whatever you want. Well, that's not true. But in this topic. But I just – Don't know if you're going to always get the information that you're looking for. And I think that the risk is higher than the reward in the sense that I think it's too much information to have the ability to scroll back through years of somebody's life before you've ever met. Because I think that that can really lead to issues of future casting where you are putting yourself into this person's life and thinking about how you might fit into this person's life and gaining ideas about them that aren't true because you've never met.
2: Yeah, and I think also like it's a it, there there are two sides of the coin too where you can work yourself up and get very excited or I've been fully turned off where I'm like I don't want to go anymore. Yeah, so actually
1: somebody submitted and said, I've had a guy unmatch me after I let him follow me on Instagram. That shit
2: hurt. Uh, yeah, no, I get it, but like I, it was a guy who uh, I think he like requested me on social media or whatever, so I got cued to what his was. I definitely yeah. had not asked, and his was all like crazy, like gym memes and uh, to bring TikTok talk back up. It was that like if you aren't at the gym, where are you at? Thing, oh, you know, no. where it's like oh god, like it was like awful, so, and so I was like I can't do this, like cancel
1: the date. In that scenario, though, are you glad that you saw that before you went out with somebody that you probably wouldn't have jived with, or do you think that maybe you would have and then you would have been okay with that social media presence having known him already? Well, it's really
2: hard to say. This it it was a pretty high level of. This is so insane. I I can't imagine. That said, you know, it, it does come back to like, what would an hour and a half have done? You know, fine. It probably would have revealed itself, and then. Wouldn't matter. Like, great. I saved myself right. an hour and a half. Who the hell cares?
1: Yeah. And I think what you said about people who have been catfished before is really relevant here because catfishing is very rare. And by, and when I'm saying catfishing, I mean legit they are not who they say they are. Not like, oh, maybe he's a little cuter in pictures or maybe he's a little shorter in person or, you know. Yeah, a little less hair. I mean like, Right. I mean a full-on different person or like hiding a family and kids. Like that shit is rare. Yeah, The problem is, is that it's so outrageous that if it happens to you, it sticks out in your memory and makes you think that it's more common than it is.
2: Yes. Like it's like a spotlight sp- fallacy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So – for that reason, I think that if that has happened to somebody before or if they've heard of it happening to someone, their friend or their sister or whomever, they now think that that's something that is very realistic and could happen mm-hmm. and so that's driving this this want to confirm that they are who they say they are when in reality, if you get someone's social media, first of all, you can anybody can make a social media profile that says whatever the fuck they wanted to say.
2: Yeah. And also, I still pick my best photos for Instagram. Right. Absolutely. And so, yeah, and like, so it really doesn't change the information imbalance. No. And if, if somebody is let's say hiding a family,
1: their Instagram is probably gonna be fake. Like if yes. somebody is going to that level of deception, they're not going to hand over an account that gives you the answers to that deception.
2: Yeah. No, 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 no. No. That is a multi-layered long con that is going to be supported by f- fake evidence. <laughs> right, exactly. So so yeah, back to the original question.
1: I do think it's okay to ask for socials before a date, but I I don't recommend it for all of the
2: reasons that we just said. And then what do you recommend people reply? Because obviously we can't control what people ask us. So what do you think the reply is if you don't want to give it?
1: So we got we got this question a lot if people ask for like Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, and I usually just say that. For, first of all, let me let me be clear about this. I've never been asked this question.
2: I am completely shook by that. I get it all the time. Do you think it's an LA thing? It might be.
1: I've it might never be. one time been asked for. My, I, that's not true. I've been asked. I've been asked if I want to connect on Instagram to keep talking and like oh. obviously the answer is no. Yeah, that's weird. But I've never been asked in the in the sense of like let's confirm with each other before we go on a date kind of thing.
2: Yeah, wow. That I like I I can I would need more than two hands, I think, to count how many times that's happened to me.
1: Yeah. So so this advice is not coming from personal experience because I've never had to give this answer. Yeah. I think I would say something like, you know, I don't feel my Instagram is private. And Mm -hmm. so first of all, I would make your Instagram private if you don't want this stuff to happen. But I would say like my Instagram is private and I really reserve it only for people that I know in person. That's a great response. And like that's a boundary that you're setting. And if they don't respect that boundary, then they're not for you. Totally agreed.
2: Yeah. Because that's that's the other
1: piece of like exchanging social media handles for me. Also, I should have set up at the top that during this entire conversation, I am going to be speaking about my personal Instagram account, not Finding Mr. Hyde. That is a very separate conversation. (laughs)
2: Yes, good, good exposition. So for me, my personal Instagram
1: is private. It always has been. Same. It's not because it's not just because of this. And so for me to exchange social media handles with somebody before a
2: date would mean that I'm going to accept them to follow me, not just that they can check it out. Right. Totally. I actually had to open mine for a background check. They like sent me an email. they were like, you need to open it for this many hours so that we can review oh. it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I've opened it a couple times when I've applied to like Bachelorette of the Week type things where like yeah. my Instagram profile is getting posted for like people to date me or whatever. And then if you're going to do that, it kind of has to be public. But other than that, it's always been private.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've I've said before to people, I will send them my handle and then say, I'm private, so you're probably going to be disappointed. I think that's a good way to handle it because then it, you can say, hey, this is me. So you know that I
1: exist. You can see that all these people – I've all these people follow me, yeah. like you know, et cetera, et cetera. But you're setting the precedent by saying that you're probably going to be disappointed. You're setting the precedent that you won't be accepting a follower request,
2: right? And then I often then will accept if the date goes well and like I think that we're going to see each other again, and then it's fine. But
1: so you, so do you ever allow someone to follow you or follow somebody before you go on a date?
2: Not before a date, but after the first. Yeah, I usually I I just haven't encountered this. Is that crazy? Um, it is a little crazy. I actually almost sent you a screenshot of like the viewers of my story because for some reason, (laughs) Instagram has decided to aggregate like a fucking graveyard of exes at the top of my amazing. (laughs) And a lot of them are like very short lived ones where I was like, right here's somebody who like i went on a couple dates with that still views my like it all it's all meaningless but it's just funny that instagram has like somehow figured out who like six of them are and put them together yeah Um, there there
1: is one guy who follows me i think he followed me during a period of time when i was public and i had forgotten to change it back private mm. we had not we've never gone out i didn't give him my instagram handle and I, now he just follows me and I'm like, whatever, you can look at my stuff. I don't care. But he – I am always showed that he has viewed my story. He's always like up at the top. I've never met this guy.
2: It, it's so weird. But yeah, it's Instagram really chooses violence. It's like time hop.
1: Yeah. So you don't delete them if you if things end? Like you don't like no. remove them as followers or whatever? No, I don't really care. do you, Would you stop
2: following them? I rarely start.
1: Like oh, I don't yeah. – like
2: it, it's, it's a very one-sided thing where I'm like, if you want to see what I'm doing – fine I don't care what you're doing frankly (laughs) yeah I don't
1: follow very many exes at all but like yeah for somebody who is as invested in social media as I am and like has a fucking full-on business on it
2: a very high percentage of my exes don't have it yeah like Uh, not just the last two like the cyclist and I follow each other but like besides that no one one ex has blocked me one unfollowed me um which is fine obviously. Yeah. Like my, my significant exes, only one of them, I'm
1: trying to think now, only one of them has Instagram and we follow each other. We're like very cool. I've actually never even talked about him. It's my longest relationship. I decided I'm going to call him the coach because I'm going to mention him later in this episode. Oh, nice. Um, But it's just, I was just thinking last night as I was prepping for this episode that I have never mentioned my longest and most serious relationship on this pod because it was just
2: like a healthy relationship that didn't work out. That's so lovely. Yeah. No, I have the um I actually shit, I forgot what we called. Do uh, did we call him the express train, the one who's like ready to get married? And I was like, no. I think so.
1: The one that was here in New York, right?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he the and note, I follow the one each where other. You
1: ripped up, the one where you ripped up the note.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he and I follow each other and he is married and has two very cute children and like that like that's he's great and lovely and that's obviously no problem. But um
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The coach and I will like DM occasionally. Like if one of us posts something interesting that the other person is interested in, then we'll like DM. He's been dating somebody for like I think four years now. I feel like they're gonna get engaged soon.
2: Love that for them.
0: Congratulations
1: to the coach. The the coach doing great. (laughs) So the one other question before we get into when you've started to date someone, the one other question category that we got was sliding into somebody's DMs. I
2: mean, I'm all for this. Like, shoot your shot, and. I do think you need to be public if you do this. You There is – that is
1: non-negotiable. Yeah. You cannot slide into, into somebody's DMs and expect them to respond if you're private.
2: Yeah. No, no shot, Like They're not going to make like that decision based on the tiny little circle.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Unless you're a legit celebrity, you must – in which case you're probably public. You must be public before sliding into someone's DMs. And totally. a while ago you were talking about the hinge strategy you had of – DMing people whose Instagram handles were in their hinge profile which was hilarious.
2: Yes. And did not really work out. Um don't recommend. <laughs> but it was worth a
1: try and I'm glad I did it. I mean maybe I'll start trying it and see. I've started using your Yelp review. So far I've gotten no good responses.
2: Oh, that's annoying. Well, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um it's your fault. So thank you for apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I so yeah, so I think go for it. Slide into someone's DMs. I think if you do you need a couple sentences there. Like we I can't agree. somebody slid into my DMs yesterday and just said hello gorgeous. Nope,
2: that's not going to work. I'm not
1: replying to that. First of all, I'm yeah. not interested. I, I investigated. But second of all, that's not going to work. Yes. What would work? Um assuming that I'm interested in the person, right? I yes. think it would have to say something like, "Hey, like I don't know if you'll see this or like I know this is sort of forward, but I, you know, I really like your account. I think you're cute. I'd love to chat." like would you that's be interested great. in chatting. You know, something something that's like acknowledging that what you are doing is a DM slide is crucial. Mm-hmm. Like especially if it's somebody with sort of a larger following where like you make it clear that you are sliding into their DMs because you're interested romantically.
2: Yes, and I also think I like the phrase to chat or I think you need to be exp- or you can I think be more explicit and say Let's chat and maybe grab a drink or yeah. you know something like that that is telling them like you want a date. Yes. And I, I also think that there needs to be something that feels not like hookup about it unless that's yeah. what you want. Unless that's what you want and then fine. And then fine. And so I think that you should be clear. You should sort of try to forecast a little bit what your hoping for from the interaction, whether it be casual or the potential to be a thing if what you want is to date. Yeah, absolutely. And don't say something like I don't usually
1: do this or I never do this because like even if that's true, it's meaningless. I don't care actually if you've never done it before.
2: Yeah, agreed. Especially if like it's a nice message, you go to the profile, cute and normal, then I don't care.
1: No, I have no I have, I don't care and that just makes it that honestly just makes me suspicious. Yeah, true. So, yeah, absolutely. Slide away. Go for it. So, now you you've been on that date, maybe you followed each other beforehand, but if you didn't, lots of questions about when to add each other. Yeah. Do you have a do you have any sort of rule of thumb for that
2: or did you? I don't because obviously, oh I just about, I was about to say obviously. I don't know if I've said the classmate doesn't have any social media. I was
1: actually thinking earlier in this episode, have you told people that? I'm not sure if you have.
2: I think um you have. I me- I mean the I said like I have to take screenshots to send him stuff, so I certainly implied it, but I don't know that I've explicitly said the classmate has no social media, but that is that yes, that is the situation. And so obviously there's nothing to talk about there. Um and then unfortunately before like the cyclist asked for mine after our first date and I said, I was like, no problem, whatever. Um, yeah. and then the student and I were in school together. So we already, were already friends, we yeah, were already, friends. already followed each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I, there's unfortunately like that's been the situation. I haven't had to really have this conversation. I'm realizing, um, I think that the way that I would bring it up is after A couple dates, you probably have developed some inside jokes or talked about, like, food that you would be interested in. And so I – like, I follow a lot of, like, L.A. sort of restaurant, like, Mm hole-in-the-wall accounts, like, you know, whatever. And so I probably would say maybe while we were even, like, sitting to each – other like, next to each other, like, if I was looking at something or maybe as a text, whatever, say – oh my gosh, like I came across this restaurant we should check out on Instagram. What's your handle? I'll DM it to you. And sort of like Love use that. that as the entrance point to then like requesting and following, which sort of makes it not like a thing. Yeah. That's probably what I would do.
1: Yeah, because I think what what can happen, you don't want to make it a thing. You don't want to make it this big like, oh, we're going to be Instagram friends. Right. Um, and so somebody asked, I'm casually dating this guy and I asked about being social media friends. He deflected. What do
2: I do now? I would – I think I would want – I again, n- now it's a thing that it feels, like, weird that it's not being shared. And it could just be because this person wants to wait until they know you better. Uh, but it also could be because they're hiding something. And so, like, that – you know, that would absolutely be what was pinging around in my brain. And so now I do think you sort of have to ask, like – I think you got to ask. Yeah. And –
1: yeah, I think I think you need to say like, "Hey, like I'd I'd love to be social media friends." Um, I think I would a- I, before you ask why not. He didn't say no; he deflected, which I think you can then bring it up again in a way that was like maybe just pretend you don't realize he deflected. In a sense, you know what I mean? Like just bring mm. like bring it up again and give him the opportunity that pretend you don't realize is the wrong way to put it, but give him the opportunity to actually say no because. That isn't what it sounds like happened the first time.
2: Yes. It sounds like he changed the topic or like pretended he didn't hear the question or something like right. that. Right,
1: And so maybe he just got overwhelmed in the moment and like you could bring it up again and say like, I'd love to add you on social media, like what's your handle? Mm-hmm. And then if it happens again or then if he legitimately says, you know, explicitly says no, then you can kind of say like, you know, can I ask, you know, you know what what's driving that for you? Yeah. Um, what answer would you be comfortable with in that scenario? I think God, I don't know. I was just thinking that that like I don't because somebody else asked us like when you're dating somebody how to say you're not comfortable adding them on social media yet and i i I struggle to answer that question because I'm not sure that there are very many answers if I'm actively dating someone, even if it's casual. Yeah. I don't think there are very many answers to Let's be social media friends and they say no that I would be comfy with.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it would need to be a very extreme private situation where – or just some sort of line that they have. It's funny. Like, for example, my dad only follows me and my mom. (laughs) And, um, he's private and like, we'll let people like follow, like a lot of my like girlfriends follow him. Cause like my dad is very mm-hmm. funny actually on Instagram. He posts a lot of like wildlife around the neighborhood in a very funny way. And, um, uh, so like, I think literally the only answer is like, Oh, I literally have like 10 followers and I follow 10 people. And it's like all the closest people in my life. And like, it's essentially a family group text. And like, it's just so we can see what each other are doing. It, it would like have to be that. And yeah. I still would be like, prove it. Like, <laughs> I would still not feel like, I right. want to see I mean, your follower list. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I guess you could, you would like, if they're really safeguarding their handle, then that's fucking weird. But like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is tough. I, yeah, like I'm that's not, a, it's
1: really tough. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. No, I don't either. Uh, we got the we got this question three times. Are we still doing the inner relationship thing on Facebook or nah?
2: I'm going with nah. <laughs> I don't. I haven't had a Facebook for I think eight years, among other reasons that like I yeah I just don't think I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I, a lot of people. I think having not having a Facebook is way more common now, especially for people our age, than not having yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I. But then then it's like okay, but do you do like a married eventually
2: or do you just never do anything? I personally wouldn't do anything, I don't think, where I just believe that, like, if I had a Facebook, I would probably post wedding pictures. Right. Like, I It'd just, you know, I, I don't need the, yeah, I, I just don't need that, like, badge on my, pro- I don't know, I, it's, I'm it's. i being silly about it, but it, it's fine if you no, want to do it. It's also fine if you don't, know, but, I agree. yeah, I just think there are other ways to convey your relationship.
1: <laughs> I have only ever been in a relationship on Facebook once, mm-hmm. and it was the chef. Oh, my God. And he requested me to be in a relationship with him on Facebook. And so I'm not gonna say no because, like he was my boyfriend, yeah. right? So I'm like, that's fine. So I accepted it. And it was like the day after we had decided to be boyfriend girlfriend, he like did this, and I was like, okay. And then he fucking broke up with me the for the first time very shortly thereafter. And then I was like, bro, now I have to be not in a relationship anymore on Facebook. Now people have to know about this breakup. Yeah. What have you done to me? Yeah, that's obnoxious. So obnoxious. Um, But something that I do think is much more relevant is making it Instagram official. Yes, this comes up a lot. Yes. And in some ways, I think it's like a new DTR step. Totally agreed.
2: I mean, we talked about this on our Patreon, in which we are currently recapping Bachelor in Paradise, or or not even recapping, just sort of talking about it in our own way. And if you would like to join, you can go to patreon.com slash finding Mr. Height. And we were sort of talking about how The Bachelor has created these, like, steps of love, (laughs) and where it's like, okay, they're not... things get introduced to our culture that sort of become weird milestones that we have to contend with, whether it's posting somebody on Instagram or saying, I am falling in love with you, or like, I could fall in love with you. (laughs) Yes. And
1: I have noticed a a trend on TikTok, and a couple people asked about this too, soft launching a relationship on Instagram. Have you seen
2: the parody ones where it's like, Soft launching your move to a new city. Soft launching your job. Like, it's really funny. That's
1: amazing. So for those who aren't familiar with soft launching. So becoming Instagram official as a hard step essentially means that you are posting an in-grid post that of you and this other person that makes it very clear that you are now in a relationship. That's becoming Instagram official, right?
2: Yes. Well, I also – this comes up in Jonah's movie, Dating in New York, where the main character, Milo, is talking to a girl he is casually dating. And he says, why am I only in your story, not on the grid? And so it's like there are such shades of gray to this too. Yes. So soft launching a relationship is where
1: you gradually – Progress to that in grid post. So it often starts with, and I, by the way, I am not saying that this is what I recommend you do, that I'm just explaining what soft launching in a relationship is. So it's where you start off with story posts that make it clear there's another person there.
2: Yeah. Perhaps like the Two thing. plates at brunch is my favorite yes. one. Yeah. Two
1: wine glasses at a winery. Like yeah. things that are like very clearly a date or like could be a date. But there's nobody in the picture. There's just clearly like enough items for two. <laughs> then perhaps a body part might appear.
2: Yes. Like a man's arm. A,
1: a man's arm or like two pairs of legs doing something.
2: Yeah. Oh the, my God. he's making me laugh so hard.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, uh, actually a <laughs> oh, friend of ours, sorry, like a friend of ours did this um like uh, in his relationship I don't think he was doing it intentionally actually but he did this and then another couple friend of ours who had also recently started dating started parodying every post that he was making with posts of their own in the same locations that's so good it was pretty amazing so like one of the the thing the thing that he did that was like body part related is it was both of their shadows so oh, you could see, like, two people's wow. shadows. But, like, I don't – I just knowing this man, I don't actually think he was doing that on purpose. I think he just, like, took a cool picture of shadows.
2: <laughs> yeah. But that is very, like – oh, boy. Yes. And you know that girl was like, guys, look. <laughs> We're in – my shadow is in his story.
1: So, okay. Oh, so then you so progress good. to, like, the body part. And then you move up to maybe you show his face, but he's not mm-hmm. tagged yet. Mm-hmm. Then you get the story tag. But still it doesn't reference that, th- that you're in a relationship. He's just mm-hmm. tagged in your story and then we move to the grid post.
2: Of course. The only logical progression.
1: Naturally. I can't <laughs> believe anybody didn't know about soft launching a relationship. It's so obvious. A good question though that a couple people asked, should you talk to the other person about posting them or tagging them before you do it?
2: I would handle it like this. I would say – so for example, actually, the student and I consciously chose to not post Mm -hmm. because it's a small classroom setting and we did not want to be like – we wanted to basically keep school professional and so we did not post together until the summer. And like our close friends like knew, obviously, but – What I would do if it wasn't that situation where we did have a conversation about it is when I felt ready and wanted to post, I would take the picture, hold it up on my phone and say, I love this picture. I think it's so cute. I'm going to post it. Cool? Yeah. And that way then if they're like, oh, then it's on them to react and for you to then deal with their reaction. But rather than asking explicit permission say like i think this is like this is a cute picture i would like to post it thoughts and then yeah you can gauge their reaction more so than like initiating a conversation of like when should we post is it okay if i post it, 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 that feels more natural to me i agree and if they have
1: social media i think it's an, a little bit of an easier conversation than if they mm-hmm. don't like with the oyster he didn't have it and so when i was talking to him about posting He was a little bit uncomfortable with it because he doesn't have it. And so it just was like, yeah, it was like a weird, it was a weird, he's like, oh, I'm just going to be like out there. People are going to be able to like comment without me seeing it. Like then like get a fucking Instagram if you want to see comments on your picture.
2: Yeah. Um, It's funny. I actually haven't thought about like asking the classmate if I want, like I felt like I was just going to do it and not tell him. Well, that's
1: kind of what I did. I kind of told him after the fact. Actually, I was like, "Oh yeah. yeah, like you you made the Instagram grid," and he was first of all he didn't know what that meant, and then yeah, we had to like get into that. Um, but and I don't think I ever told ASV that I was doing it because he doesn't have Instagram either. Um, although, uh, minor if he wanted to, he would. Moment. Not that again. I don't subscribe to that phrase. But when I went to um, I go to volleyball nationals every year with my volleyball team and we like mm-hmm. compete for three days or whatever. And usually we live stream our games from our volleyball's Instagram account, from our volleyball team's Instagram account. We live stream the games on Instagram, mostly so that my parents can watch. That's very sweet. He made an Instagram that was like, it had our volleyball team's name in the handle. He made our an Instagram so that he could watch that live stream Oh, that's really nice. It was really nice, and like that's the only thing I I tried to send him a meme a, a couple times after that, and asked him about it, and he was like, "I don't check it. I just so funny. the live streams. Like, this isn't your way to have me have an Instagram.
2: Yeah, like way to like try to backdoor the Instagram. <laughs> <Out>. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, that's funny. So
1: maybe you maybe you talk to them about it. Maybe you don't, but. It, is there any sort of time frame we should think about in terms of when to post somebody? So somebody asked,
2: somebody said they're ten months in and still don't. I don't know. Like that seems like a long time. To- I guess it depends on your social media behavior, right? Yes. Um, I pr- sometimes like if. If it's like the holidays and I'm like cooking meals that I'm proud of, like I'll share them. Or if I'm on a like trip with friends, I'll probably post more actively or, you know, whatever, like my posts, I will go like three months without posting. Same. I think it depends on your cadence. If you're somebody who's like storying every day, posting all the time and you haven't for 10 months now, it's weird. Um, but I, I don't think there's any sort of like prescribed time frame here.
1: No. And also, if you want to keep your relationship more private and not post about it, that's cool too. But right, I don't then... think – Sorry, ahead. finish. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think that that there's a time frame bearing on that. I, I wonder if you're waiting – if something that's driving you to wait to post them is because you're worried about what happens if it ends and then you have to deal with a breakup on social media. Yeah. So I, I think that – if that's what's driving it, then maybe think about that a little bit more. Like if you're if you are a person who is anxious about what a breakup might feel like on social media if you've been posting about somebody, then maybe you're a person who shouldn't post about their relationship on social media. And that's okay.
2: Yeah. And I think at this point most people and we'll get into breakups more. I think at this point a lot of most people get it that like, yeah, oh, those pictures are gone. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. It's a it's pretty clear. But yes, we will talk about that next week. Yeah. Um So the last piece related to sort of early dating and and social media is adding your partner's friends on social media. Is that something that you think you
2: should talk about? Because I feel like I just do it. Yeah, I definitely just do it if I want to. Um, I would like to get to know the friend pretty well before that. But I've never asked for permission on that front. No. I mean, I think about it the same way that
1: when I meet somebody new, if I, like, am spending time with a new person, I'm going to add them on social media. Like, I'm going to yes. follow them on Instagram. If like Maybe not if we've met once, sometimes, depending on, you know, the context of the meet. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like I'm at a place with his friend where if that was any other person, I would have added them, then I'll add yeah. them.
2: Yeah. I've now had like i've now had two interactions like relatively lengthy like dinner and hangs with one of the classmates friends and then we're going mm-hmm. on like a double date um this weekend and so like i th- i think probably shortly like i might add him um but also like i i keep who i follow pretty localized to like the content i want to see and yeah. i like frankly like I don't know that he and my Instagram presences have a big Venn diagram. Like, he's (laughs) – I really like this guy. He's super interesting. But, like, he's into mute. Like, we just have different interests. And so I'm not really sure that we're going to be the best social media follows for each other. But, you know, I'll decide that later.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, I've never asked. I've just done it. Except the the only times that it's been a little bit weirder are when my partner hasn't had social media. And, like – The oyster thought it was weird that I had followed his roommate, um, that we followed each other, but, like, the oyster was weird himself.
2: I was going to say, he seems like he's thinking everything's weird, so we're going to not go by the oyster standards. Yeah, he
1: had some insecurities. (laughs) His weirder Um, Navos would be fucked.
2: Oh, God, no.
1: Everything's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Everything that I don't do is weird, is what he would say. And, like, I'm trying to remember – ASV was like a little bit different because it was a long distance relationship. So we didn't spend a whole lot of time with his friends, mm-hmm. especially because he was in medical residency in a different city than where all of his friends lived. And when we were dating, he was only f- four months into that residency. So he hadn't like established himself there yet either. So I think that was a little
2: bit odd. Um, yeah, that's definitely a unique situation. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't,
2: I wouldn't really spend much time thinking about that. Same. I just, yeah. And like, it sucks that, because relationships already have plenty of stuff to think about, right? Yes. Like, yes, communication, consistency, time, boundaries, you know, th- there's all this stuff that should really take priority. And it sucks that, like, there's this additional layer now of questioning and sort of potential for anxiety. And so I think social media is silly. It's supposed to be fun and take the pressure off yourself to like get it right. And I think be authentic to you. And if the person overreacts or reacts in a very peculiar way, that is information that is important for you to collect. And so I think as long as like you're being true to yourself on social media, if the person then reacts to it, you can deal with that with the information that that's providing but i would say like try to take this mental load off if you can totally agree that's my lecture for the
1: day yes (laughs) perfect um well i think we've reached
2: the end of our first part of this two-part series yeah definitely and i'm very glad we divided it because there was yeah good foresight alley a plus thank you
1: way too much content for one episode but i'm excited to dive into the during and
2: after next week me too well perfect timing i'm gonna get changed and go to the gym great enjoy thank you have a great weekend bye